how toxic are you allowed to make it? Hey everybody, welcome to episode 41 of Dads Being Dads. I'm Chris Catronio, and with me tonight is Randy James. Did we did we move to the south? Hey y'all buddies. Just <laughs> <Did> I drawl <laughs> a little a little bit. A little bit I, I'm very tired, Randy. Yeah, how come? Tell me um <laughs> tell me all about it. Uh cry on my shoulder if you like. Well, it all started last night (laughs) when Gianni jumped out of the crib and cried. Over the wall. He climbed out. He climbed out of the crib, which we knew was coming. We were hoping. We talked about it. We said, we mentioned you needed to prepare for this because it was coming. They were going to be able to do it and you should move the crib before they do it. Otherwise, they will fall onto the floor. Yeah. Usually just the once. Yeah, well, no, no way. They won't learn. They <laughs> so well. I mean, what it, it takes just the once, yes. and then you decide to fix the crib. exactly. Well, they force your hand, right? So we right. are, you know, definitely we're procrastinating a little bit. We were planning on doing it this weekend because I think we're off next week. I can't even remember because life is kind of chaotic right now. But we were planning on addressing it this weekend, getting some of them there rails that keep kids from rolling out of the side taking the fronts off and then he jumped out of the crib and plumped and cried but he's fine but he can't get back in no so we had to go you know see if he was okay make sure, make sure he didn't break anything <laughs> check out. Are you any broken arms what a drag <laughs> no but of course then i had to take apart the crib make sure the room was asylum quality why didn't you just, uh, just put some bungee just, cords over the top <laughs> you know i thought of that this today at work i'm like for the one night if just i for the one night. some tube uh, some plywood across the top plywood is probably the safest plywood it, with some i don't know 45 pound plates on it <laughs> uh <laughs> no because that might slide off and then crush him mm. but, Plywood with some holes drilled in it and some zip ties. Ah, see, now it's getting complicated. And then you can, um, you know, sort of hinge it on there. But because if you do like a cargo net, you know, it's all stretchy, then they're going to jam their head through one of the holes and get all hung up. You get strangulated. But didn't we talk about this crating your kids? I should have listened to our own episode and built some kitty crates. Some kitty crates. That would have been great. I would have just locked the crate door, thrown in some pillows, (laughs) called it a day. They but crate them in those daycares, those really packed full daycares. You probably had the kids in one of those at one point, no? No, no, no. They, but they did have the cribs with the plexiglass sides, which start to look a lot like snake cages and a little bit the, creepy. Oh, sure. Reptile but then the, the, pens. the space saving. Yeah, they didn't have those with the little mortuary walls. of living children. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> No, fortunately, <laughs> we didn't go there. I think they're big in Japan, though, where space three is a premium. Three cribs. Usually, it's like three or four stacked high. Oh, that's crazy. Because they're not that tall, and the adults can reach that high. <laughs> and you you open up the little doggy door, and you shove them in. And- oh, my goodness. That starts to get way too matrixy for me. <laughs> We're all in our little cubicles generating energy for the man. Well, but anyway, so we did it. It, it took off the front. And got the room all squared up. It was a big, 
brouhaha because it was, you know, all transitioning and stuff. And, um, you know, they moshed for about an hour and 15 minutes, complete and utter lunacy. Um, it was just, they literally pulled all their books, piled them in the middle of the floor, all the <laughs> pillows and toys, and we're just running through them and smashing into them and diving like there was the fall day into a pile of leaves. But, um, you know, I went and checked on them a while later. They were kind of winding down. So, you know, let's say, hey, guys, let's try getting into the crib. And they got in the crib. And they just held their hands for a while, a little bit, and asked them how they liked the new room. And they both liked it. And then they fell asleep. But, um, that we had a little stomach bug around. So at 2 a.m., oh. <laughs> there was some crying, some pooping, some diaper rash, and uh, another hour to calm down <laughs> and then they fell back asleep and they'd slept great till seven. Oh, and so, yeah, we we're confronted with a new, a complete upheaval of the nighttime routine where we now have to help them get to bed at about the same time. We have to help the daughter get to bed or tuck her in, read her stories. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, life just got a little more complicated. Well, you didn't do that already? One on two, two on one, whatever? <laughs> yeah, we did. Just, we just used divide to. Divide and conquer? But it was, we would take get the boys down a little earlier, and then oh. we could alternate who would do the girl so that the one-off duty could do the exercise, because we try to exercise at night every other night. Sure, right. Oh, we alternate. So yeah, we got some serious logistication to uh, address with this new upheaval, but it's a milestone. You know, it is. It's kind of exciting. I, you had it. I don't think you know how easy you <laughs> had or have it, though. Oh, I do. <laughs> I mean, I remember they weren't. They were in the crib for a little bit. Hmm. Well, Molly was never in a crib. <laughs> nor in a high chair. We put her <laughs> nor in a high chair. Nor in there. She was in a high chair for a little while. Uh, we put her in a crib once when she was already too old and she jumped right out instantly. <laughs> oh, it dear. took her all of 15 seconds to jump out of that thing. Wow. So, yeah, she went straight to the full-size bed. And Ma Max, I remember when we transitioned his crib when – because he did. He was in our bed for a long time, as we've talked about. And then we moved him to his crib when he was kind of still old enough to be in there. I don't remember the ages anymore. But not long after that, he... Actually, I remember what happened. He was in his crib for a little while. He was in our bed. Then he was in his crib. Then he was back in our bed. Oh, dear. And we were done with it. Inconsistency at its best. Well, because he wasn't sleeping. I wouldn't care if he had been sleeping. Mm -hmm. But he would toss and turn and wake up and cry and kick us and all this stuff. It's like, if he would just sleep, then <laughs> this would be fine. But he wouldn't. Yeah. And then we'd all be awake. And so we, we were going to move him back to his crib, but he was already too big. So it was a big novelty of, look, you've got a big kid bed. Well, mm -hmm. really, to him, it was just a trampoline in the corner <laughs> yes. of his room. Trampoline. <laughs> trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all, that's all it was. In and out. In and out. Oh, jump, jump, man. jump, 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 jump. Smash the head on the corner. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, what an ice pack. Yeah. 
Yeah, the bloody lips. And they don't learn from that either, because I yeah. guess they lack the capacity to remember the consequences of their actions until a certain age. Is that some kind of and, commitment to long-term memory? Yeah, I think it's something to do with their brains forming. <laughs> but then when they get old enough where they do, they get bitter about it, and so they deliberately disobey because they don't want to, even though they understand that they shouldn't. Sure. So I think, they're like we said, there's that sweet spot, maybe three to four, that they they figured like they could actually understand mm. and comply and they feel proud of it, and then didn't then past that they're like no way. I'm, so far, I'm three dissenting. to four was my my favorite age, and and Molly is approaching three, and I'm liking the way things are heading. Yeah, she's heading on track with the eating yeah. consistently now, and yep, yep, she's eating nice, nice, very. She's eating, you know, maybe because of the um. The threats and the scolding and all that good stuff. We don't have to do it as much nice. anymore. She sits and eats. She's very chatty hmm? about the world and what she sees and what she's doing and what she thinks. It's very bizarre to hear a two-year-old tell you what she thinks about something. That's great. I love their <laughs> dissertations. <laughs> they just go all over the place. Yeah. <sighs> but... I, I, I don't know. A, oh, yeah. I had a thought it, though. You know, the plywood you know. not a bad idea. The plywood's a good idea. But I'm thinking we need to market. So I, I'm telling you, we should have eventually. Or there's going to be cottage industries that spring up around our show. There's going to be product <laughs> developers that sit and wait for yeah. us every week because we just lay every down. Week. We 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 give out for free. Brilliant ideas. I mean, the kitty crates. Come on, someone should have those by now. Like, what are you guys waiting for? Mm-hmm. Cathedral cribs. Like, why? I mean, Fuiana hmm. making it convenient for the parents getting the kid out. Make it hard for the kid to get out. I'm talking six-foot walls. You could, like, use buttress and vaulted, you know, archways. You can get, like, themes like the great cathedrals and well, Europe and what's stuff. What's the difference with just having a, a top and having well, a side door where they go in? Yeah, that works, too. But you gotta have it's gotta have marketing pizzazz. Oh. So cathedral cribs, you know these. Well, bur- they could be themed. Yeah, sure. yeah, you, yeah. Could, you could. The Magic you Kingdom them. for all those Disney right. fans, right? Right. The kids would like that. I think so, and then they'd stay in their cribs till they were like twelve or fourteen, and it would be great. <laughs> like, um, you know, your kid might want a a semi trailer. Oh, definitely a Mighty Machines, which Mighty is machines. perfect. It's just. A solid walled, airtight, <laughs> <laughs> sealed container they have with the no way out. pipes, which are like pitot tubes. They'll let in. Oh, those are letting air. fresh air. Yeah, yeah. Not cycling in the carbon monoxide. No, no, no. I mean, you wouldn't. Yeah, literally have exhaust. They would be mm-hmm. functional, but for another function. I see. So the, there you go, people. Go make a business. Noises. Yeah. Send me ten percent. In fact, ten percent. I want ten percent. Just each five percent each. Yeah, exactly. So we could divide it evenly. And, sure. You know, not getting fights happens. about it. <laughs> four, six, six percent, four percent. Uh, That's what we're really going to do. So, dude, have may mention how much I hate glitter? <laughs> you have. And we got some feedback. Apparently, someone else also hates glitter. Our, our infamous Doug, although it's probably not the same Doug. I hope it is. Wrote... <laughs> Same, the same mischievous little boy, Doug. <laughs> He's listening to us and now contributing to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Sent in, yeah, I think he just copy and pasted off of Wikipedia, but essentially it's 
it's nuts that there are businesses that make millions and millions of pounds oh. of glitter. And where does it go? It's got to be something like those funny microbeads, right? That you wash your uh-huh. face with and little yeah. plastic beads and no one cares. And it's like, oh, they're scrubbing. The, they're so the small. Dirt. My pores. They're so clean. <laughs> They've opened my pores. Oh. <laughs> I have plastic wedged in my pores. Well, what I found interesting about the Wikipedia article, and hmm. I did a little glitter research oh, you amounting did. to about two minutes on the interweb, so everything I learned was completely accurate. Uh, first of all, I learned the the name of the phenomenon, because after we got through talking about glitter, I was thinking about glitter, and I kept saying glitter, and in my mind I kept thinking glitter, and suddenly it stopped making any sense. And I'm like, I remember doing this with penguin. Oh, and you keep when saying I was, the word. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I tried to do it when I was younger with penguin. And then I got scared because all of a sudden it turned. It just, I felt like I hurt my brain and ruined the word and I'd never understand it again. Right. But apparently that phenomenon, it's called semantic satiation, which oh. it's just an awesome term. And I satiated my brain to the point with glitter. It made no sense. And I think that helped me get to sleep that night. But back to the point. It's a good technique. Apparently, glitter is fairly ancient, and they used to make it out of, you know, mica and other rock stuff that they found in the ground and grind up and would stick on stuff to make it all shiny and cool. But it was always, you know, a thing for jewelry and in pomp and circumstance, if you would. But, uh, yeah, and then that Wikipedia article said some shyster and... <laughs> Maybe he wasn't a shyster, but I'm calling him one. In Bernardsville, New Jersey, which is wild. New Jersey. I, yeah, of course. I've got some relatives from there. <laughs> and uh, I hope it's not them, or else I'm going to be mad. It's probably it's them. It's got to be. mad. I didn't recognize any names. But yeah, then they're like, well, this guy, oh, he was like a laminate producer or something. So he just started overlaying all sorts of crap, scrap garbage that he had around and made, oh, I could sell this stuff in sparkly <laughs> business and no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna start spraying some uh aerosol glue into my paper shredder and selling the output of that there you go yeah that's not a bad idea i mean people buy it they'll put it in maybe if you shred some cds (laughs) those are some old cds that's kind of what it is though it's like this sandwich of toxic things probably at minimum, yeah. it's pla- it's plastic laminate over some type of metal. I'm sure it's not a valuable metal, uh, and dyes. Now, it's not a food product, so you could be sure those dyes aren't FDA certified, right? And uh, it's it's pretty much the wild west out there in Glitterville. That's interesting. <laughs> Sorry, that's okay. Excuse me. It's, it's late. It's interesting when you when you mention it is late. Sorry. That's you were delaying and children. delaying, dudes. And I was sitting here trying to scan through and find pictures of myself, <laughs> which you interrupted. Sorry. Uh, it is interesting the food product thing you mentioned. If something is small enough to eat, and likely will be ingested because of the way it just gets everywhere, mm-hmm. but it's still not a food product, right? How toxic are you allowed to make it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's the answer? Is that just like it can't be um, absorbed through your skin? Hmm. 
What do you call that? Now they get glitter and makeup, though. You see kids running around, glitter eyeshadow, oh, glitter gosh. lip gloss. Don't get me started with the makeup. See? It's glittery. Where do we end? How can, in general, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. Do it. We, we have We have a lot of issues with sexism and equality. There's a lot of talk now about technology companies and... Exposing their um, out of whack ratios of men to women, and well, out of whack compared to what? Compared to the perfectly balanced world that we I all strive to have. But people in general would react to that, saying, "You know, Google isn't hiring enough women." Hmm. When really the problem goes back a little bit further. There were not enough. Women graduating with computer science degrees from college. Right. Right. So there aren't enough available mm. to hire. Maybe their ratio is perfect for the numbers that are available in the marketplace. That's right. That's right. Possible. And then the problem goes back even further. Well, okay, why aren't they graduating with computer science degrees? Where did we steer them? Did we steer them incorrectly? Mm. Right? Or is it a, um, what do you call it? I mean, I don't want to say genetic. Hmm. Is it a natural tendency? Hmm. They want more, you know, or certain types. Certain types of people had one direction with their mode of thinking, and certain people had another direction. Or yeah. is it a? Is it go all the way back to us? Are we kind of, you know, pushing our girls into curriculum that are different, and then complaining later that they're the the diversity isn't? Yeah. I, I, I think you're you were on to something with more like as we go back into history because history certainly is fairly shallow. Uh, it's it's very recent, right? If you think about it, that women's rights were even normalized. Yeah, uh, which still I remember like reading about that when I was a kid and being like, no way. This is oh yeah, it's just, crazy. This yeah. must have been like three thousand years ago. No, it's and, like your grandparents. <laughs> dates you're like what the heck but that certainly explains a lot of it um because yeah. you know the, it's the normalization is still it's not even 200 ish years old is it right no it's a, like that's crazy so i say let's blame that and then add in all these other things because it, it's true it's how you look at something and how do you define the appropriate ratio you can only do that by factoring all the factors and the evolution of the whole process. It's very, very complicated. Well, I think it's just being misconstrued in that regard. Like, it's cool that they're they're exposing their numbers and telling everyone how it is, but it would be wrong for people to react to it and say, Google, Facebook, whoever, all these big tech companies, you're going out of your way not to hire mm. women, minorities, this, that, the other thing, yeah. right? Maybe they are, but I, I kind of doubt it. Yeah. I mean, especially at a really large company, it would be very difficult for them to collude on this kind yeah. of... And I don't know about you, but when hiring candidates, we we always look at the best person for the job, regardless Absolutely. of... What do you mean you don't know? Not me. <laughs> no? I got... look at the whitest, <laughs> the most, most bro-ish guy yeah, I can find. The most bro-ish guy who says the nicest things about me. That's the one I want. <laughs> That's right. Oh, he says Yes. That's right. No, but you know what I'm saying. You, you look for the, the, the skill set to match, the attitude to match, the the the, the hunger. They got to want it, you know? And then you say, mm -hmm. oh, this person's the blend of everything. Who gives crap what 
color, shape, or size, or sex there. I never, it never even dawns on us, or at least me, no, and the people I've worked with hiring over the years. So what do we do to make them? Are, are you thinking about this in particular with your, you have a girl, you also have two boys? Nah, I, I don't, because I just treat her like I treat the boys. And we talk about all sorts of interesting things she likes. And do you do you think in some number of years that despite your equal treatment and equal teachings and uh what do you call it? Ignorance of their of their uh of their sex that you're that they still may drift? I mean when, I think hopefully they'll gravitate to whatever interests them the most and but maybe they're influenced by some already pre-existing societal norms it's they're still yeah, there possibly but the I, glitter, I, I mean this this circles back to the glitter makeup which is why i started talking about this. yeah and and my my first question when i thought about that was are you gonna slap makeup on your boys i mean are you gonna pierce your boys ears when you pierce your daughter's ears kind of thing well it's like she likes glittery things. I'm not gonna say no. She also likes sciencey things. I'm not gonna say no. She likes plants and stuff. I let her explore what her where her interests lie. And I think, I think if a kid grows up in an environment where they're allowed to explore where their interests take them, hmm. that's a stronger influence, I think, than like mass media or what their friends say. I mean, well, what their friends say might might be stronger. Big, Who it knows? It gets bigger. It gets to be a but, big influence. I, but that I think that's also for a fixed period of time. I think like junior high to the end of towards the end of college, yes, they're pretty worried about that. But going into adulthood, I, I think most people kind of find their stride and do what they want to do, not what they think they should do, hopefully, at that point. At least that's I'm, a successful, mature adult, I would imagine. I've been doing some experiments okay. with my oh, kids. Oh, dear. So <laughs> I, I almost treat them as equals now, even though she's two and he's six. They're <laughs> well, I, treat them like people. Yeah, that's, I mean, well, I, totally I, what I mean is It's very difficult to switch modes for their age all the time. Hmm. And, and work towards the two-year-old and work towards the six-year-old. So they end up just kind of spilling into this, this center, center mass where, yeah. unfortunately, sometimes you can bring down the six-year-old yeah. if you're not challenging no, enough. No, we've seen that with the, with our kids as well. Yeah. And they, uh, they tend to, they, they tend towards it too if they spend a lot of time with the younger ones. And consequently, the younger ones right. mature quicker when they, they hang out with quicker. the older ones. So yeah. They, they have time with their friends, so it should level out too. But I've been doing exactly. this experiment. And I think about this a lot. Every night, kids go to bed. They get sippies with Ovaltine. I know it's corny. <laughs> a little bit of, a little bit of chocolate milk. And the sippies are all identical, but lots of different colors. I just have to interject, people. Yeah. Nothing makes a kid go to sleep faster than chocolate milk, except maybe black coffee. <laughs> Continue, Randy. <laughs> Ovaltine. Same. So it's just a t it's just a teeny bit. It's not very rich. The cups are different colors, and I'm always interested in which ones they pick because I never hand them to each one. Okay. So I might one night I might make a cup that's all like pink cup, pink lid, and then a blue. I don't think we have a blue cup, but we have like a red cup with a blue lid or something. Okay. I don't know. And I'll hold them out and I'll switch hands and stuff. And inevitably, 
Molly will grab the pink cup. Uh-huh. Right. And he'll grab the other one. But he'll take he'll take yellow, orange, green. I don't remember all the colors we have. So then I mix it up and I start switching the lids with the cups. Okay. Where <laughs> you get maybe pink lid, blue cup. Right. Yeah, yeah. You put the pink lid on the green cup and the green <laughs> lid on the pink cup and see <laughs> see which one they prefer. Rarely do they fight over which cup they want. Nice. Uh, I think mostly because the the boy has uh, conceded to losing that battle. <laughs> so she just picks first and he takes the other one. Right. So maybe my test is flawed because he's not really getting a chance to pick. He's just taking yeah, whatever he's she like, doesn't whatever pick. Whatever keeps her quietest, that's the one I'm picking. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a welcome decision. Uh, it's interesting. Maybe I'll start writing down. Yeah. I should start taking pictures of the cups and which ones they pick. Because there's no there's no outside influence here. We aren't like we're not showering her with pink stuff. There's <laughs> I mean, she, most That's of the time more she's than wearing. I can say for Josie, man, she's got so much again gifts and clothes, and she loves her pink and purple and white. And, uh, but then she's like, black's my favorite color. I'm like, what? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> black it's isn't a, a color. Oh, it changes. <laughs> she changes her favorite color all the time. But she does like her pink. The majority of the time, she is wearing his old clothes. Like, she looks like a little dude in <laughs> in his little running shorts and and shirts and stuff. But uh, so I don't know. And maybe I'm even trying to bias it to that side even more just mm. to see if she breaks out of it and comes at us one day and's like i want earrings and makeup and she she loves wearing she has dresses in her closet and she discovered them one day and she went through this long period she's still doing it where she wants to wear tutus which are just her little skirts yeah and she twirls in them i don't know where she saw this i mean it must have been <laughs> yeah, from other kids angelina ballerina or something you know they don't watch those they don't watch that stuff oh that's that's pretty good that's like kid prozac that one's real mellow well that's what i'm saying they watch they watch um what do they watch the crap brothers the what crap brother it's on pbs kids c-r-a-p that's what i call it but that's not <laughs> it's k-r-a-t the crap brothers now what's happening? I think some kids are coming in now. Oh, hey, like look at cameo. Hi, Molly. Oh, cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Making a lot of noise over there. Come here. You're sweaty. Come here. You want to see Chris? You, no. No. Come on. Do you want to say? Do you want to come say hi? She's she's not a performing monkey, my friend. <laughs> Wish. <laughs> Offer a. Here's some peanuts and kind of go to bed. Good night. Shouldn't say goodnight. Yeah, how come I could hear her louder when she's in her room screaming than I can when she's right next to you, refusing to say hello? She, she wasn't saying anything. That's shaking the, her head. It's the way they are, man. I don't know why we ever taught them to nod and to shake their head. It drives me crazy. <laughs> I don't think you teach them. They learn from watching I know, you. but I want, sometimes I want them to... I'm asking them a question. I need you to answer me, yes or no. I, like, tiny little nod. I'm like, I can't tell <laughs> if you're having a seizure or if you are answering me. You open your mouth and give me a yes uh-huh. or no. Shakes his head no. <laughs> I am closing my eyes now. I cannot see what you are doing. Now you must inform me of your you decision. You must speak. I'm turning my back. Okay. Answer my question. Kids are so cool. They're so Doesn't crazy. Happen. They're little crazy people. We're all just crazy mm-hmm. people running around. I think I did a... <laughs> throwing glitter all over the world. I think I did a good job tonight just flat out ignoring them. What? Not where they... Did you selectively you... disengage? I did. Or whatever we called that. 
there was a lot of running and goofing and and very dangerous play going on. Mm. You know, I wanted to be like, okay, stop that. But it's way too nonspecific. Stop what you're doing. (laughs) What's my alternative? Be more normal. Be more normal. (laughs) Just stand there. It's like, run and play. I don't care. And inevitably, she'd fall and hit her head on something. ah, Scream. Like, I'm not running in there. (laughs) See what's wrong. And she'd come in the kitchen and say, I bonked my head on the wall. You're fine. (laughs) Go back in. You don't say. (laughs) However did that happen? I know. Oh, my goodness. I did. Oh, yeah. I just was, I held back nice. my, my urge to run in there and check on her and start slapping him around. <laughs> <laughs> Calm Making down. Making the injuries someone's worse. Someone's going to hurt. Someone, I said someone's going to hurt. <laughs> I didn't, and it might be from me. Just kidding. Yeah. No. So the, that reminded me uh, tonight, the first attempt to put the boys down that m- my wife did. She, you know, said goodnight, put them in the cribs, and they were just like, wah, running around. So she said goodnight, I'll come check on you a bit. And she went, did her business or whatever. And I had this, what, what? She goes back in, and Alex is sitting on top of Gianni. He's got him pinned <laughs> under his body weight. And he's just, just riding like he's a hobby horse or something and just and johnny's wailing away and apparently had a couple bite marks i'm just like oh for crying out loud they, they, there was no biting last night and tonight there's a little bit of biting well now and they can get like, at each other yeah They're that's both. the thing now we, and we you might even have to split them up rooms. oh my gosh <laughs> and we don't I have enough they, rooms i'll probably yeah, end up sleeping lonely. in josie's room since she doesn't sleep in her bed ever she sleeps in the master bedroom with mom and I sleep in the guest bedroom. We've gone <laughs> over right. this trad affairs. <laughs> no, the sleeping the sleeping situation is completely sorry. different than marital affairs. I'm sorry. Seriously. We could talk all about that if you like. No, it's very we already have I remember my grand my grandparents used to have two separate beds. It was so cute. That was the thing. Dick Van Dyke show. They mm-hmm. go to bed in two different beds. But they're in the same room, so they were in the same they room. They could still hear each together beds. farting and snoring and stuff. <laughs> Right. All those distracting things that keep you no up. No Dutch that. ovens, though, yeah. Yeah, it's true. You could well, your own, but that's never as bad. <laughs> Puts me to sleep. Indeed. So, but, uh, yeah, so, so now, yeah, that's the thing. Nicole's like, man, I wonder if we have to separate them after that incident. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, okay, well, one of them gets the guest bedroom. <laughs> one of them keeps their existing bedroom. More, more work I for the weekend. sleep in Josie's tiny little bed Josie sleeps in the awesome comfortable you could set something up in, the, in the basement where are you right now you just throw a mattress on the floor right oh, there. it stinks like the previous owners had dogs oh. I had a dog and a cat I guess they kept Worst. it in the basement because when I come down here and if it's humid like if they ate the dehumidifier pooped out or something I'm like it smells like wet dog and if I'm down here long enough, it starts making my nose itch because, you know, I got allergies. And I had the, I should probably do it again because we've been here like a hundred years. But I had the rugs like super steam cleaned and stuff down here. I don't want to work. I mean, it was better than when I first right. came down, but it's still, there's a, there's a certain funk. So if I slept down here, I'd probably have like lethal allergies or something. I thought I, of it though. There's so much that I want to talk to you about, Chris, but I think we were going to Cut it short this week. Well, considering it's past our bedtimes. It's it's late. Your kids kept you up. Oh, man, did they ever. The, it was I'm the done. 2 a.m. thing that really pushed it over the edge. 
Yeah. We've had this thing. I'll end it on a gross note. We've had this thing. I guess it was like a super mild tummy bug. Um, but it, it led to lots of pooping. <laughs> and for like the past week, every morning I changed like six diapers before and like, and then I had a weird stomach pain. So I'm like, what? And, and Nicole's like, yeah, I had him too. And Josie's like, yeah, my stomach's been hurting at camp. So we've all had this weird stomach thing. Mm. I came at the perfect time though, you know, transition, stomach thing, lots of poop. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Listen, before we go, oh, oh, I would like to officially uh, nominate you for the ALS uh, Ice Bucket Challenge. Have you not seen this? Oh, come on. I'm not trendy. <laughs> I don't follow internet Are you serious? fads. Wow. I've seen They're doing it in my daycare or something. It is amazing how many people are doing this. Yeah, it's like everywhere. But what is... Okay, give me the details. Even the kids. Somehow they elected the kids into do it. One of of Max's friends posted a video. Like his mom recorded him. He's six years old. Yeah. Dumping a bucket of ice water (laughs) on his head. And saying, I nominate Max, James, and these other few kids or whatever. And it, I showed it to Max, and he was all excited. He was like, I want to dump a bucket of ice water on my head. I'm like, okay. Wait, so uh, give me the parameters, because all I'm hearing here uh, is I'm, like, I'm lacking the history a little bit. It okay. started with some kind of sports ball team uh-huh. doing some, it's, it's, they were, you know, raising awareness for ALS. Okay, good enough. Right? That's good. And for some reason, they decided to do it by dumping, I guess, like the Gatorade, how they do at the end of the game. Yeah, dump it on the coach. Like dumping the bucket of ice water on their head. And then they kind of challenged other people to do the same. So they actually call it the Ice Bucket Challenge, which is, I think, a malapropism. That's a new word I learned. Malapropism. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Calling it a challenge is... Okay. Bit of a misuse of that word, right. and I could be misusing malapropism, which is a little bit <laughs> which would be ironic. awesome because it would be layers of <laughs> <laughs> wrongness. Yeah, it just makes it's a downward spiral of craziness. So it just kind of spread from there, and it spread so far. Now, is I it mean, like I- you have to donate money or dump ice on your head or something some dumb say, like that? Some people say or. But they do both. Yeah, like, because... I think everyone's here, just... Like, I'll give some money. Right, I'll give some money. But then it stops like, if you only just gave money. So they're having a lot of fun giving money and dumping ice on their head <laughs> and so then, that they can get other people to do it. I see. But I don't quite understand why it's fun. I, I don't understand it at all, but... Nor have I really had time, because plenty of people have, you know, nominated me. <laughs> <laughs> when am I going to have public, time? It's a public thing. It's like chain letter for charity. It, it is a chain letter for charity because you be, well, because it's, it's a one to many. Everyone that does it, they're <laughs> like, I nominate Fred and George and Billy and Sa-. they list mm-hmm. off like 16 people. It's and then wow, those 16 okay. list off another 16. <laughs> and suddenly the cost of ice goes through the roof. <laughs> ice shortages, water shortage. Don't they know water is the next oil? What about the energy for creating that ice? Yeah, even though Goodness. oil, like, you notice how, like, not frantic people are about oil anymore? Because everyone's like, oh, it's the right. end of peak oil, 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 oh, the end of the world, oil, oil, oil. <laughs> oh, 
crap, Germany's generating 50% of their power with solar and renewables. Right. Oh, crap. I, I thought they were going to get to all of it soon. They probably will, and it's not that big a whoop. It's like everyone stops the end of the world with this peak oil. I'm like, oh, it's the... And, oh, I can't get on the fossil fuel tirade, but I'm going to get a little bit on it. It's, it's like, it's basically like using campfires to heat your house still. People, <laughs> we have iPhones. We have the technology to come up with a better way. Let's embrace it, not fight it, and act like the world's going to end and we have to blow up other countries to preserve all this sweet campfire wood that will stop being human if we run out of... Well... <sighs> You know how I feel about the um, driving. Yeah, I do. That uses some fossil fuels, I've heard. Yeah. I think pedal cars would be awesome. I told you about that pedal kayak I saw, uh, which was awesome. It wouldn't go very fast. Oh, who cares? If everyone's in pedal cars, then the speed's normalized, right? (laughs) (laughs) You got everyone's (laughs) commuting in their pedal cars. The cars obviously would be smaller and lighter. So there'd be people that had heart attacks on the road and they can't get their pedal car out of the way. Well, then you just pedal around them. Hey, I would love call it if the you could pedal ramp up to this. <laughs> call the pedal ambulance. The 900-pound <laughs> woman I saw in her car smoking oh. while driving the other day was, if there was a reason for pedal cars, that's it. That's right what there. I'm saying. We'd all get healthy. You can gear it. You could have maybe a solar battery with power assist, <laughs> electric power assist for those <laughs> Bad hills. All right, kids, get in the car. We're going to visit Grandma. Yeah, and then, we'll be there in 73 hours. No, then everyone could pedal. The more people, the more power. <laughs> you could have pedal parties where you get on your pedal bus and everyone hauls their feet to the destination. Come on. This, I mean, you saw the Google self-driving car, the things like a roller sure. skate with brains in it. Put a person in and make them pedal. That would be awesome. And people would chill out, you know. What's the big rush? You're only going to go 12 miles an hour. Just, you know, catch the scenery. Sniff the roses. I'm with you. We should just try it. I think we should. I think we should invent one and put it up against all these fancy schmancy Tesla cars. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it would crush them. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be awesome if it did. We have to come up with, like, a really ridiculously... Silly cutesy name for it too, like the the Pookie Cat or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that'd be awesome. All right, see, I'm, I'm just thinking of designs. That's why I'm distracted. Definitely, that's, that's why I'm saying this is like a think tank of money making mm-hmm. ideas. The show, and it's high time that the internet realizes. Don't it worry about power conversion or anything. Yeah. Zero to sixty in three seconds. Just put your feet on those pedals, and, and you're you're gone. And go, boom! You're already right. on your way, and you stick keep with it, it. You'll get there. Just keep it under eighty. Yeah. Imagine what accidents would be like in pedal cars. You, like, you put nice rubber bumpers around them, kind of Cha- like those bumper boats. Chaotic? <laughs> no, it'd just be like, boom. Oh. It's just pedal away. Wave. Well, sure. Wave four to miles your pedaling neighbor. Yeah. No, 12, dude. You'd, you'd bump them just to get them to move. There'd be no horns. That's true, too. The really people. strong riders could... It, it, could yeah, push there the wouldn't be traffic them. jams. Yeah. If it's the slow traffic, the strong riders just push the, the, the slow traffic faster. <laughs> it'd be awesome. Oh, man, this was a brilliant show, I'm just going to say. <laughs> yeah, they're drafted off each other on the highways? Yes. Sure, but we'd, have to, we'd have to do a strict 
overnight transition. It, w- it would have to be pretty, you can't, pretty succinct because uh, the, the semis. There'd have to be some segregation here. Yeah, the semis. What are what's the opposite of segregation? There have to be some division. No, opposite. No, what's, what's unification. Opposite? No, there was a word. That was a word. Okay, yeah, fine. I don't remember. Coordination? Um, No, when the both the old cars and the pedal cars were on the road at the same time. That, oh, kind of like when Model Ts were racing horses and buggies. Sure. Whatever that's happen. called. But, you know, I think... Anybody maybe, flipping their Tesla over how, on their pedal car. How can we car? solve the truckers? You know... Separate roads is the answer. I guess separate roads. That sounds costly. Pedal trucks would have limits to how they're hauling power. It's only so much you can gear. <laughs> pedal trucks? Pedal tr- unless you had teams of truckers that work together in a common mm-hmm. cab. Truckers, 500 of truckers them? Truckers would be super in shape. They'd have just these yeah. monsters. Instead of the big trucker guts that you occasionally yeah. have seen in your life, it would be like monstrous quads. trucker quads. Steel, yeah. They'd all be like, Brr. that'd be awesome. Sure, that's <laughs> completely off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. You have a lovely evening. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap it up. I think we should. We're both deluded <laughs> and tired. Cue the music. 